Hey, we're back, everybody. Oh, that was a well-timed hey with some terrible quality CBS intro music. Ready for some hot fantasy football here, Dots? Oh, it's going to be so hot. I'm so ready. Oh, yeah. Welcome in. That was Thank such an exciting are. intro. <laughs> I'm fired up now. I'm ready to run through a wall. <laughs> Let's go. Fancy football. <laughs> we have a game this week. Ah. Ah. But who's playing who and what games? Dude, I don't know. I've been I've been crunching the numbers. I've been looking at all the projections, trying to figure out where I might be matched up. I have no idea. Hmm. Well, we we do know one of the matchups here. You just want to dive right into them. You just want to dive right into this this hot little match reveal that we had planned for this pod. Yeah, I think I think we got to start with the one we all know and love. We do all know and love the. Uh, then it'll get more and more spicy as we go. Rematch, Dynasty Bull Six, Process Trusters versus the Allentown County Boys, Week One. Let's go. The rematch we've all been waiting for. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I think we th- the favorite here is going to be the Allentown Audi boys, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, process trusters in a little bit of a running back hell here for the first month or so. Yeah, who do they got? They got, uh, I guess this one's in the app. We can look at this one directly in the app. And Allentown is um, out here making big moves. Allentown, yeah, trading away their... Uh, Former starting quarterback Justin Herbert for a little Cortland Sutton, Deshaun Watson action, both currently listed in the starting lineup. You gonna you gonna do your typical uh, projection? Well, I'm not gonna be able to because I'm not gonna see the matchups in the app. Uh, this this one's in the app. This is the only one. Hmm. All right, we'll give it we'll give it one here. So, for all you betting folks out there. This matchup has the Allentown Audi boys favored by 19 and a half points over the process trusters in our Dynasty Bull 6 rematch. Damn. How how the mic has fallen. Largely in part because this running back matchup is absurd. You got Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey versus a Sack Charbonnet and a hobbled Brees Hall. And yeah, Brees Hall just got a word this week that, you know, he's he's sitting out practice right now, so um, they, the Robert Sala said it's going to be him and Dalvin Cook that are going to be playing, but right now he's just not practicing very much. Yeah, you have to assume that they're going to really limit his touches here early on, give Dalvin a lot of that work. I mean, is there anything that the process trusters can really do? I mean, no, they're waiting on Alvin Kamara, and they don't really have anyone else. We could start Isaiah Spiller. I think there's a frisky little uh, Chuba play here. I, I think the Frank Wright might might sprinkle some of him in down there in Carolina. All right, but Chuba Hubbard was bad whenever he got the job last year. Why would he be good whenever he's automatically backing up Miles Sanders? Because they don't have that uh, fat bastard, um, whatever his name was there anymore, coaching him. Deonta Foreman? No. Oh, fat bastard coaching Matt Roll? Yeah. Well, he was even bad after Matt Rule. Oh, well, you know. I think, well, I mean, it's going to be, do you want to start a backup in Zach Charbonnet or a backup in Chuba Hubbard? Yeah, he's going to be rocking two backups here for three weeks. Or a backup in Josh Kelly. Two backups for three weeks, and then he's rocking just one backup after Kamara comes back. But that's going to be a time oh, yeah. backfield likely. I mean, also, Brace Hall is definitely not going to be the backup once he's healthy, but he might be limited earlier. You think if, if Mike gets off to a slow start here that uh, he makes a little frisky move, trading away one of these wide receivers for a running back? I don't think so, because I think he's going to have faith that by the end of the year, Hall and Kamara are going to be solid. Yeah, and Cook will definitely get hurt at some point during the year. It's kind of his thing. Yeah, and whenever you have... I mean, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, and Amon Ra, and Jalen Hurts. You kind of just hope that they ball out, and that gives you a good enough floor to win some matchups anyway. Who has Dalvin Cook? Do I have Dalvin Cook? Uh, do you still? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the rest of this matchup, though, I mean, Jalen Hurts, Deshaun Watson, I think that's a, a easy Jalen Hurts um, 
favor in that one. Easy. Uh, got a little A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb against Amari Cooper, Tyreek Hill. That one's, that one's interesting just because Tyreek Hill might, uh, might put up 2,000 yards this year. Yeah, I mean, I think I like the – I like whichever the number two is and button side better than Amari Cooper, but those two versus two is very close. Tyreek Hill might put up 50 by himself. I mean, that, that Watson-Cooper stack that he has now in the in Allentown, that, that could be – if that hits – Watch out. Yeah, watch out. Especially whenever he's pairing that with Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, and Travis Kelsey. One of the biggest bumps here, though. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Travis Kelsey over in Joku. Oof. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, not much. Not much that might be a 15-point swing easy. I guess the only benefit is that anytime if Njoku catches a touchdown, or if Watson throws a touchdown to Njoku, it's kind of like cancel out, so. Yeah, but that would have to happen for it to be a problem for Podolski. Yeah. Um, and then just going down the rest, Amon Ra versus Corlin Sutton. We'll give it to Amon Ra there. And defense and kickers. Doing defense and kicker things. Yeah, I think uh, Buttons has the edge at quarterback and flex, and then Podolski has the edge everywhere else. Yeah. Um, With it being pretty even in starting receivers. But... I think this, this may be a relatively... Oh, I, I wouldn't say easy dub because you know, Brees Hall could do some stuff. Brees Hall is really good. Yeah, I mean, if Brees Hall's knee feels fine, he's a stud. Yeah, I don't care if Dalvin Cook's there or not. Be that guy that only plays, only wants the old players on the field that know what they're doing, sort of thing. Yeah. But I think week one here, the Jets are going to go out there and play with their nice new toy, limit Hall's touches, give Cook a bunch of carries and early downs. And it might stabilize over the season, but like at the beginning, it, it probably 50-50 share. Yeah. Shame, shame, buttons. Come on, buttons, be better. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bigger shame that Allentown. I mean, I was talking with him the other day about this. That like, dude has four quarterbacks. Dude had had three defense at the time, and he had three tight ends. So like, what are you doing here? What is this team build? Starters and, yeah. and it's not even flyers at that point. It's just starters and other people. To be honest, Badowski's team build is kind of just a more extreme version of yours. Yeah, but I'm not, it's like fuck, I'm not fuck the bench. Let's stack the starting lineup. Yeah, you're just a little smarter with how you use your your depth, your bench spots. But he's kind of just like fuck the bench. I'm gonna have the most stacked starting lineup ever. He sort of pulled it off. He's pulling it off. Anyway, give him the win. Except he's got Jordan Addison is sitting on. Other than that, woof. Uh, and honest, honestly, Jordan Addison's going to slide over Cortland Sutton in his flex real quick, I think. Do we think Tua might be a better quarterback on the bench here than uh, Deshaun in the starter by, by the end of the year? Honestly, I would be starting Tua with Tyree Kill now, but... Until you actually see Deshaun Watson play decent. I mean, he played decent but that's last just year. Me. I guess I'm just not I'm not buying it yet. But I don't think it makes a big difference. Take your shot on who you who you think. Yeah, I think uh, easy win for me on that with Allen Town on this one. Yeah, me too. All right, on to the next matchup. Drum roll. <laughs> we have the underdogs matched up. Against the Rectum Raiders. Ooh. This could be a bloodbath. This this could be something for sure. And benefit right now because it's not in the app. I got three computer screens in front of me. So I got <laughs> I got the matchups right side by side here. Um so if you'd like me to run the betting folks thing, you can do it for sure, but like Well, here I can I can kind of do it real quick by just looking at each team here. All right, for all you betting folks out here, we have the Rectum Raiders favorite in this matchup by about seven and a half points. Thought it would be bigger. Yeah. I uh, I figured that he wouldn't be the one favored. I figured that Tyree would be the one favored in this matchup. Oh, really? Yeah, just because uh, 
Kyrie has has those those big names in his starting lineup. Um, well, I guess so does so does. Well, he's he's got he's got Patrick Mahomes. That's that's what he's got. Yeah. And Daddy, I mean Daddy's team is low key pretty solid this year. I'm a, I'm a big Rectum Raiders believer this year. If you uh, recall the last part, I re- I picked him to go to the finals. But you did, yes. Versus the uh, Canyon Lickers, maybe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the Mahomes versus Daniel Jones thing. Um, you never know what Daniel Jones is going to give you, but yeah, Mahomes is definitely going to throw for six touchdowns against Detroit. Yeah, I mean Daniel Jones is also pulling Dallas here, and I don't think Michael Parsons is going to let him scramble for much. So the quarterback discrepancy is pretty massively in favor of Tyree, but. The rest of the lineup might go towards Daddy. Well, I was going to say, I don't know if the uh, running backs are as wide of a margin as what we would think. So let's see. we got J.K. Dobbins and Travis Etienne here for Philly. And then Rashad White and B. John Robinson for uh, Rectum. But honestly, I would say it's Kenneth Walker and B. John. Okay, well, he's in the flex right now, so I mean... Well, whatever. That's just because daddy. That's just because daddy wanted to put his boy in the starting spot. But um, either way, I mean, Bijan. We haven't seen him play an NFL field yet, but we have to assume he's going to come out and take over the world, right? Oh yeah, I mean, he already balled out in the preseason a little bit. He's going to get like fifteen to twenty carries and like five to eight targets a game. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Um, and do really well with them on the other side, ETN. He's been having the uh, little tank baby come up behind him. But Which I think he. I honestly am in. Sorry. I think Etienne's still the guy there, at least to start the year. Yeah, I think the uh, tank big speed thing is a little bit blown out of proportion. I think Etienne's the guy, but. But Kirk, I don't think it's going to be a committee on some level. Doug Peterson's history; he likes to bring in those those bigger backs and and for some reason, put them on the field more than the uh, shifty guys, at least from what I've seen from Doug Peterson. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to find anyone that's not at a committee anymore, so it's going to be one, but I still think ETN's going to be the, like, pretty clear number one. The real question is, J.K. Dobbins, what the hell is his? Is he even, is he playing? Um, I think he's back. Like he's pro- he's projected here. 12 points, so, like, um, J.K. Dobbins. I think he was in a little bit of a holdout there, but I think he's fine, good to go. Uh, GM DaCosta excited for the return of running back J.K. Dobbins, so he'll play. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's a pretty strong start. He should be fully past his knee problems. Well, he might never be past his knee problems, but I think they're good right now until he takes a hit. Which. That's what running backs do. So give it three carries and then he's done for. <laughs> but he's playing Houston. So it could be at least a big game. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's gonna be the worst play. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that these run this running back matchup's too wide of a margin. Like ETN could have a big day, JK Dobbins could have a big day, and like Rashad White and Kenneth Walker could not. So I mean running back could be favored on the underdog side here. Yeah, I mean, it could definitely happen, but I'm still going to give a decent edge to Daddy here with B. John and Kenneth Walker. And Rashad White, we don't know that he's going to be a stud, but we do know that he's going to get most of the work. They could feed B. John to be like, look, we were right the whole time. <coughs> yeah, I think B. John's a smash play. He's already he's already projected at 15.6, which is a massive number for a running back, and he hasn't played a snap yet. We love it. He just went and he's he just got one Three last night in the redraft league. Yeah, and no one thought it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, wide receivers here. Definitely, well, I wouldn't even say definitely daddy. Because <clears throat> he has Mike Evans, Devontae Adams. And both those guys have brand new quarterbacks who are not volume quarterbacks. Uh, versus DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett, and Michael Thomas. Yeah, I think it's definitely the edge to daddy here. I think it's edge in terms of big name and number one receiver, but like, like I don't think Hopkins first, is going to do much. Uh, Tyler Lockett will probably get his solid 10 to 14 points. 
Well, for Tyler Lockett, it's going to be a question of how much does JSN cut into his work, but JSN's coming off that hand injury. So you're going to have to assume it's going to take take throughout the year for that to happen. So maybe like by the end of the season, JSN has the bigger role, but it's not going to happen week one. So Lockett could still be a good play here, but DeAndre Hopkins in Tennessee, it just kind of scares me. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I, I've avoided him wherever I can. Yeah, me too. I have him in a dynasty league, but I just can't get rid of him because you can't get anything for him. As I think I don't think Hopkins has washed himself yet, but um, I mean AJ Brown's ceiling was pretty limited in Tennessee whenever he was there, and then he went to Philly and blew up. And he was always talented enough. And Hopkins is getting pretty up there. Well, the Michael Thomas play, I got a lot of shares of Michael Thomas. I don't. I think Michael Thomas is still a good receiver, and now he finally has like a good quarterback, and he's not injured for the first time in forever. Yeah, but I mean, he still hasn't been good since 2019. He hasn't played since 2019, really. Yeah, exactly. I know, but he's, he, is he still that same guy? He might be. Last year, he played three games and averaged 15 points per game. Sure, but it's really hard to maintain that level of high play when you just don't play for three years. Yeah, I mean, Olave is the one there, but like I yeah, and Olave, yeah, Olave is definitely that dude. Yeah, I don't feel like Michael Thomas is too far behind Olave in terms of talent. I think he is. I mean, we'll see, but it's it's definitely a large unknown right now. But he's another guy that I'm just fully avoiding, like Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, one of the uh, the only other thing we didn't really talk about here is tight ends. Dalton Kincaid for the other dogs traded up for in the first round for, and then Dalton Schultz in Houston. So first game, yeah. So it's out there. two two bad tight ends that are dart throws. So we'll call that a wash. Yeah. Well, not that Kincaid's a bad tight end, but it's his first rookie first start as a rookie. So let's not expect too much. Um. One more thing though about Daddy's team is he has George Pickens sitting on his bench. Say the same thing. Like George Pickens is my dude that I think could just blow the fuck up this year. It's gonna be hard for him to keep Pickens out of the starting lineup. I can see keeping him out the first week behind Evans and Adams, but I would definitely have Pickens in over Evans. Just based on what I've seen. Oh, man, that's tough. And then Baker, you never know who he's gonna throw to. Yeah. Like, give me Pickens because you know he's going to get a shit ton of targets and he's going to get deep targets and he's going to get touchdowns. I don't know. I think I'm, I think I still start Mike Evans week one, especially against Minnesota and Pickens has San Francisco. But, man, it's gonna be, that's going to be interesting to watch throughout the year. Yeah, I guess that's the only thing. Like, Sam was playing against San Francisco. So, like, I could see that. But I would still, I would still be starting. And- and Minnesota's secondary is not very good. They were terrible last year. Yeah. Baker can do it, but it's also Daddy's also trying to start two Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which probably isn't the best strategy. Like he could he could basically slot George Pickens in for either Evans or Rashad White just to avoid that doubling down on Tampa situation. But I think uh one thing we can we can be happy about is that Daddy not only has a fieldable starting lineup now, but also a little bit of depth. Yeah. So, good work, Daddy. Uh, I'm I'm going to take – I'll be contrarian. I'll take the underdogs. I will definitely take the Raiders of Rectum. All right. Also, I'm going to be rooting against Tyree pretty hard all year because I need that, that 101 from him. So call me biased. You're biased. Thanks. You're right. But no, I think I think Daddy's team's like legitimately good now. Yeah. He just needs a tight end and a quarterback, but those things can be figured out week to week. Yeah, well, yeah, CJ Stroud, so he might turn into something. Not quite. Maybe, but I don't really see the upside, especially this year. But we'll see. He read Prime. What's that? Have you ever had Prime? Like Prime Rib or like Amazon Prime? Like Prime Rib. Or like Deion Sanders. Oh, so none of those things. No, I don't think I have. Prime to the fourth. The fourth Prime. Is it like an energy drink? Yeah. I guess. Are you drinking it now? Yeah, I think it's Jake Paul's. I don't drink it. That makes me not want to drink it even more. 
Mm. It has tree nuts in it. It has coconuts. Mm. I'm a big uh, just black coffee guy. Mm. Not a big energy drink guy. In fact, I'm drinking some black coffee right now. I fuck with an energy drink every now and then. Mm. And every now and then being twice a day. <laughs> uh, anywho, yeah. Next matchup? So, so we're split on this matchup? Yeah, we're split on this matchup. All right. Exciting. I don't know if we'll be split on this matchup. We might. Drum roll. I got long cocks in week one. Yeah, you did. Oh, shit. Why did the math gods do this to me? Dottawa versus long cocks. Oh, what a matchup. Oh, is he really, is he gonna start his frisky little Khalil Herbert against me week one? Mm-hmm. Should I just make him stronger for week one matchup? Looks like it. What do you got for me, Jesse? I'm waiting for the betting folks. Oh <laughs> just forgot to look real quick. Hold on. In this matchup for all you betting folks, we have the Long Cox rubber plant. Favored by a flat three. We can call it a flat three. Call it a flat three. One of three point four to one hundred point four. So pretty tight. It's pretty tight. We got some names pretty... on both sides of this matchup. It's tighter than my butthole right now. We got that hot little trip. The... What? Oh <laughs> what? Um no, but I was gonna go there too. Yeah, we got the Trevor Lawrence Calvin Ridley stack versus the Justin Fields DJ Moore stack. I was just gonna say the Justin Fields versus Trevor Lawrence debacle. Yeah. I mean both exciting. Whichever way you draw it up. Yeah, what was that? Twenty twenty draft twenty twenty one draft? Yeah. I will say this is the one quarterback draft that I nailed. Can I claim victory yet? No. And I said Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and the rest of them are gonna suck. I, I, Zach I, I, don't think, I don't think the uh, I don't think we're decided on Justin Fields yet whether he sucks or not. Fantasy, oh, fantasy god, real life, still TBD. No, I'm decided. He's a elite quarterback. Maybe top ten at least. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that that double stack we got here. We'll see if the Calvin Ridley, Trevor Lawrence thing pops off. But we already know the DJ Moore. Justin Fields' one has popped off. It's been popping off all summer. It's been really exciting. And what's up with taking DJ Moore in the uh, second round of the redraft league last night? Oh, see, I stand by that 100%. First off, I wanted, I was really hoping Olave fell to me there. But um, there, was no, there was no chance, regardless of what anyone says, that DJ Moore was coming back to me there. And he was the last of the um, like legit number one wide receivers for their team. And so Michael since all those guys board. went before me, yeah, that's <laughs> debatable. <laughs> I honestly think that DJ Moore is going to be top 10 receiver this year, so it doesn't bother me. All right, put in the hot take. He's... All right, I will. Um, it's not even that hot, though. It's not super hot, but he does look good. Yeah. And even regardless of how good he looks, like he's going to get peppered with targets. The volume is going to be very high. Just like Chris Olave, also on your team. Yes. Yes, we love that. We love that. Um, compared to his wide receiver, too, which is Jahan Dodson. So. Which, I honestly like Jahan Dodson to take a big step this year, too. It's not a bad, it's not a bad one, too. I mean, just looking at his bench, I, I would personally just throw, if I'm putting a flyer out there, I wouldn't put a Washington's second receiver out there. I'd throw Kadarius Tony in the mix. Just see what, uh, see, see what happens. I would 100% do Dotson there. Dotson was there. Especially I mean, and I'm not even trying I'm not even trying to mess with Sheetram because I'm playing him. That's to me that's a no-brainer Dotson to start. One Tony has been hasn't been practicing. He's been hurt. So we don't even know what his status exactly is for week 1. Andy Reid says he is good to go. But I mean, That's scary. Dotson didn't have like a bad year last year, but he only went over five receptions twice. And having Sam Howell he passing was, the ball, it's like, eh. He was a rookie. 
And those times that he did go over five receptions, he blew up. So he's shown a ton of upside. Well, he does have upside, but like I just, I wouldn't trust. I, I trust Patrick Mahomes more than I trust Sam Howell. But oh, I trust Jahan Dotson more than not. I trust okay. Kadarius Tony. But so if we put Jahan Dotson, she term has. Well, all right. So are you giving me the edge at receiver then? So I'm taking. Uh, oh yeah, I would give you the edge holy at wide receiver. And what do you think about quarterback? Pick Fields or Lawrence. Who you got? Fields versus Green Bay, Lawrence versus Indy. Give me Lawrence. Oh. All right. Crash. We got like two rookies starting at cornerback. Well, hey, at running back, I got the guy that you reached for yesterday. James. In our draft. James Conner in like the sixth round. I thought it was like the fourth or the fifth, but it might have been. I just re- I just remember thinking, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and grab James Conner for a decent value, and then you took him way higher than I was planning on. Uh, I think I took him because I looked and you didn't have any running backs, and I was like, Dots needs a running back. I should take a running back. No, yeah, you took him in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Rip. Well, I like yeah. him. I think he's cute. But I think it's a good play as long as he's healthy. He is kind of a smash play. He's getting all the touches. Yeah. But then I got my Gibby guy from years past. I mean, he has, is, he has been getting a little a, hype train lately. He has been, but he's also a massive unknown right now. And it's a brand new offense. Like, we're going to find out how they plan to use him versus Brian Robinson week one. And I'm starting him regardless. Especially in Arizona. No Arizona is a trash can right now, so. Yeah. But Sheetram has... Tony Pollard, Najee Harris, and Cleo Herbert. Oh, yeah. Here, Massive edge. Clear dub to uh, Sheetram on the running back front. Yeah. Um, just in the flex, so Najee Harris versus T. Higgins. It, yeah, we could even call it Khalil Herbert versus T. Higgins. Is Burrow playing? Do we get confirmation Burrow is in? I don't know if we got confirmation, but I know we got that he's practicing. Burrow... Good plan for Joe Burrow's return from injury. Is he starting week one? Uh, listed as questionable. Okay, he is starting week one. All right. And I think I'm playing him regardless. So, Playing who? Oh, Higgins? Like, yeah, like I'll, I don't even know who their backup is, but I think I'm still going to be playing Higgins if... Burrow's out. I don't really have a choice. Yeah, just like looking at your bench, I wouldn't trust any of these guys. He's definitely way more trusted. Unless I go, unless I go with the frisky Evan Hall week one start just as a complete lottery ticket. Confirmed it is Deion Jackson getting the start. Well, I assume, I've always assumed I think it'll, it, I, I see it kind of being a lot like the uh, Brian Robinson Gibson situation. It's going to be a committee. I think Deion Jackson gets early touches. Evan Hall gets third down touches. Yeah, I think Evan Hall's a frisky, just, frisky play. I do like Evan Hall. Yeah, we just hope that those those third down touches are in enough volume to matter. Yeah, and even though they said Deion Jackson is going to be the starter, I think that Evan Hall, I still am going to say he gets first touch. Yeah, I like just grabbing the rookie because it's more of an unknown and maybe more upside. Yeah. Um, All right, what do you think of between Kyle Pitts versus TJ Hawkinson here? TJ Hawkinson. I didn't even look who they're playing, but probably him. Just because Hawkinson has Hawkinson has the Bucks, and the Falcons have the Panthers. So they both play trash teams. And the Bucks are notoriously shitty against tight ends. So give me Hawkinson. Hmm. Yep. So where does that leave you? Who do you got? Um, I'm I'm gonna go. I've, I think I said I favored the quarterbacks, the running backs, and the tight end on Sheetrums, so I'm going to go with Sheetrum, who is the one favored in this matchup. Well, I am a big uh, wide receivers matter more now, just because that's the way my team's built. <laughs> and Also, you can't underestimate the fact that I will be at uh, Chicago for the first matchup there. Hey, you're going to the, the Packers game? Yep, I'm going. I'll be there. So I get to really uh, bring Khalil Herbert to his knees with my ridicule. And I think it's going to be the Justin Fields, DJ Moore 
coming out party, especially against the Packers. DJ Moore is going to have about 15 catches for 300 yards and three touchdowns. You heard it here first. So give me the best bros. All right. You heard it here first. DJ Moore is going to come out firing. It's going to be a situation of, hey, let's show off our new toy. Fields is going to want to show the world how much fun they have together and how much they hang out and cuddle and stuff. I think there's going to be a situation this year, not bye week, where you play Anthony Richardson over Justin Fields. No, only probably in bye week or injury. Um. I mean, unless, like, Richardson comes out and has, like, a Cam Newton-esque rookie year and Fields has, like, a really bad matchup or something, maybe. Nothing's off the table. I'm leaving it all on. Dude, by the way, side note, I went back and looked at Cam Newton's rookie year just because I was thinking maybe if Richardson does something like that, figuring that Cam Newton just ran all over the place and had, like, 2,000 yards passing, the dude threw for, like, 4,300 yards as a rookie. Oh, yeah. Cam Newton was a star. Cam Newton had, like, a career year as a rookie. But he was also a good passer at Auburn. <laughs> that is also true. Can't forget that, the, the main part behind good passing. All right. This, uh, we got two matchups left to talk about. Um, All right. So do you want to talk about matchup one or matchup two? Number two, my lord. All right. It's going to be Iowa. Ooh. Versus... Ooh. I hate OBJ. Ooh, what a matchup. Yeah. I just remembered you got Justin Herbert recently. What a trade. Let's not go through that trade real quick. Recap time. Um, How drunk did you get Fidelsky? He, he wasn't super drunk, but... Uh... Like, man, he was... We were just... I forgot to go talk about this when we went over his first matchup. His lineup would be so much more stacked right now if he didn't make that trade. Well, now he has the stack. He has the Cooper, he has the Cooper Watson stack. Yeah, but he had Justin Herbert. Watson's a good quarterback. Justin Herbert is a really good quarterback. But then he has Cortland Sutton. Who's old and washed. He's not old. Maybe I'm just I'm just not a believer in Cortland Sutton. Mm. Anyway, take me through the trade. Mm, I think I looked over at him and I said, Hey, Deshaun Watson and Sky Moore for Justin Herbert. And he said Ooh, maybe. No. And then I said, what if I made Corlin Sutton? And he said, yes, send it. And I said, okay. Man. I think I'm probably in the – I feel like I might be in the minority here. but I feel like you fleeced the shit out of him with that one. But mainly because I think Justin Herbert is, like, legitimately an elite quarterback for the next 10-plus years. And I just don't believe in Watson or Sutton. Well, if you look at my lineup now, ever since I got him, and then I added the yeah, kicker he, today, I'm pretty Chargers dependent this week. Yeah, but it's the Herbert Eckler stack. And Eckler's the checkdown king. We're just gonna be raking points. You are. You get a half a point every time Eckler, Herbert decides to toss it like three feet forward to Eckler. Yeah, let's say that's a ten yard gain, and that's that's what one and a half plus uh, another half point. That's two points every ten yard ten yard completion to Eckler. Oh, man. You're like. That's just like such a high floor move. Let's go. And you have a bunch of high ceiling players in your lineup. So, like, I don't know. I loved it for you. I thought it was a great move. Well done. Um, Golf clap. Also, what's happening with Cooper Cup here? Um, he went and got his hamstring checked out. Uh, he's not. He's not hurt necessarily. He's just like concerned that it's been recurring. <laughs> He's not hurt. He's just a little disappointed. This off season, so he went to a specialist to see if it, uh, to see if it's going to be like a recurring problem to see if they got to like put him on the mend. But he's not necessarily yeah, I mean, he's not necessarily hurt right now. It's just scary, though. Yeah. Well, it's the kind of thing that'll make you really clinch up. I don't know what the results of the special. If they have him out there week one, that probably means that the specialist said that you know it's it's not a huge deal. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't I'm not really too. Mainly because if he's not playing, what what do you do? Um, if he's not playing, I would bump up Christian Watson. Yeah. Or maybe even throw a frisky Sky Moore play, but probably Christian Watson. 
Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just quarterback, quarterback. We got Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Another uh, same same draft matchup. Uh, yeah, which I think generally would be a pretty pretty fun kind of even matchup. But Joe Burrow is also on the mend here. He's mending it up. Also, I think uh, Justin Herbert is just another reason why I love your trade. I think Justin Herbert is has a chance to be like the guy this year, like number one quarterback. I know I took Justin Fields over him last night. But that was more a heart pick than anything. Like adding uh, Quentin Johnson to that team and having all the receivers healthy right now, Justin Herbert to the moon. So I give you a good edge there at a quarterback. I've never viewed him as the possible quarterback one, so it's it's good to hear those. Oh, I do. I view him as like a perennial QB7. I definitely in the uh, Justin Herbert – might be MVP this year, but see, I think, in my opinion, I think Deshaun Watson has a better chance to finish as quarterback one. I think that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I think Deshaun Watson has a higher floor, lower or high, lower floor, higher ceiling, and then I think Justin Herbert. How can you possibly think that? Did you watch last year? I I I'm a I'm a Deshaun Watson guy. All right, so Justin Herbert last year had broken ribs from week two on. All his receivers got hurt, and he still had a way higher floor than Watson had last year. Watson showed that his floor is really low by being terrible. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Herbert had seven games under 15 points last year. And one game over 25. Like I said, he broke his ribs think, and all his receivers. More, I think he's more steady and just like kind of in the middle. I think that that gives him consistency and gets him like quarterback seven, five to seven, four to seven range. I think Watson with the rushing and the fucking arm can get him anywhere from one to ten. So like, well, Herbert has like probably the best arm in the league. So yeah. Um, also, they just made his. They added in first round. Athletic freak at receiver. He's getting his other receivers healthy, and he's healthy. Hey, I'm the, I'm the one and they I, added, I traded. And they switched to Kellen Moore. I traded two pieces. Much more likely Herbert. So obviously, I value him more. But I don't know. I guess I'm just a very, I'm a very high on Justin Herbert kind of guy. But in terms of the matchup, we got uh, running backs: Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Jamal Williams, versus Alexander Madison and Joe Mixon. Oh, this one's kind of tough. Points me. Eckler and Chubb. I mean, come on. Yeah, I think you. I think you have the edge, but I don't see the edges that big though. Um, no, just from like a redraft standpoint, Eckler and Chubb are like top fifteen picks, and Madison and Mixon are like picks thirty to forty. Yeah, and I mean you're definitely right, but um, also I think Mixon and Madison. Are like volume kings this year. Oh, yeah, they're like the only guy on their team. Yeah, they're both going to just be touching the ball a lot. I was trying to make a joke about touching there and didn't come to me fast enough. Mm-hmm. But it's volume kings versus like upside kings here. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Chubb and Eckler are also kind of mad volume kings here. So. They're volume and upside. Yeah, maybe upset. You probably get the edge, but it's it's close though. The only thing a little sketchy. I'm not really concerned about it because the Chargers don't have anybody else. But like, with the contract stuff and Eckler being upset, do they maybe like you know try and work somebody else into the mix this year? I don't know. I feel like when you're in that situation, you, it's like the Josh Jacobs situation last year. If you're not sure about the future. You just give him all the touches. We love that too. Who who cares if you run run the tread off of him? Hell yeah. I'm here for it. Uh, so, yeah, I got one year of Eckler to make this fucking championship run happen. Same thing with receivers. We got Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel right now versus DK, Deontay, and Mike Williams. Yeah, which I think in a vacuum you get the clear edge here, but the Cooper Cup situation scares me enough that I'm going to give it to him. That's fair. Just because – well, I mean, Cooper Cup just has the like the risk of, one, not playing, but even higher – even worse yet would be as if he, he starts and you put him out there and then he just like plays the first series and then comes out. 
and you're just left with a goose egg. Yeah. Like, I think that's a real chance. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not going to roll it out, but right now I'm just kind of chilling with him starting there. I don't have a plan to pull him out. Unless there's a game day so, thing that happens and it needs me to put Watson in. All right, and then it comes down to tight end, which we got Mark Andrews versus Evan Ingram, and I'm going to give you a large edge. Thanks. I will also. Oh, yeah, we didn't really talk about Jamal Williams. Yeah, I mean, it's a good flex play for week one because I was going to hope that Kendra Miller slides in there and is a gets a big workload, but he has a little hammy now too. Yes, give all the touch. So Jam- all the touch. Yeah, Jam- yeah, Jamal Williams just might be a by default good start this week. I was about to say if the Bears cornerbacks are shit, maybe I bump Watson up into that spot. But I think I'm gonna chill with Williams for now just because of the situation. I mean, they're the cornerbacks actually aren't bad. That's one of their. Well, they have a rookie Tyreek Stevenson starting. We'll see how he looks. The other corner is Jalen Johnson, and he's good. We'll see. Which will probably be mostly Jalen Johnson on Christian Watson, and I like Jalen Johnson in that situation. Is that the Utah guy? Jalen Johnson? Yeah. Um, I don't actually remember. Maybe. Anyway. Um, he's, he's in like a contract here this year, so. Jalen Johnson played at Utah, yeah. Nice. Way to go. Thanks. All right. Points to Jesse. I'm going to give this to me. Yeah, so what do we say? Oh, I think I forgot to say the betting line here. We have you favored by nine points. Yep. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. And what did I – I gave you the edge at quarterback, running back, tight end. Not receiver just because Cooper Cup's hurt. Potentially. Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Jesse the win here. Go Iowa. Uh, getting off to a strong start, maybe. And uh, and by default here on the last matchup, we got Aragona matched up against John Terrio. Yes, and for you betting folks out there, we have Aragona here favored by one point. Well, even we'll call it half a point because it's like point seven. Yeah. The two top projected teams in the league this week. Yeah, what a barn burner. Yeah. And John Terry has not a full strength. He's only a half point underdog. Hey, who's he missing? Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we give him the clear edge at quarterback here. Josh Allen over Geno Smith. I think we do too, but Josh Allen gets the Jets and Geno Smith gets the Rams. So like that could kind of meet them in the middle somewhere. Yeah, but I think it's but still Josh. it's still clearly Josh Allen. But so not not terrible, but yeah, definitely the edge there. Uh, running backs: Saquon Barkley and Damian Pierce for Arizona versus Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs. Man, this is I def, I like Saquon and Damian Pierce here. Uh, I don't. I would rather have the Josh Jacobs Aaron um, Jones side. I'm. I also think I just. I have a hard time believing that that Josh Jacobs year last year is sustainable. Like, I think they'll just run the shit out. They gave him a one-year contract. They'll just say, hey, take all the carries again. Yeah, maybe. Probably. But I don't know. Yeah, a bunch of work. Saquon, for sure. Sa- Saquon, to me, is still Saquon. And I like Damian Pierce to just keep studding it up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think that this is there's not many workhorse players in the uh, NFL anymore, and this is definitely four of them. Aaron Jones a little bit of a time but, Yeah, but John's matchups are a little nicer here. It's another one that it's makes it meet in the middle. Very even running back matchup, regardless. Yeah, I will give it a wash. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and John is very high on Devontae Smith, like absurdly high on Devontae Smith this year. Uh, yeah. And he has Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith starting against Stefan Diggs, Justin Jefferson. Obviously, that to me, this I, isn't this isn't fucking close. As high as you are on Devonta Smith, it's still Diggs and Jefferson. Yeah, I mean Diggs is a clear edge over Devonta Smith. 
And Jefferson, I think, is a clear edge over Chase, at least this week, because we don't know about the Burrow situation. Can we can we take a second, though, and say Sauce Gardner is going to be shadowing an old-ass Diggs? That's something I didn't think about. Yeah. That's... I'm not worried about Diggs being old. He hasn't shown any sign of losing a step yet. But, yeah, Sauce Gardner is really good. So, I'm still giving the edge to Big Rig. Um, I Jefferson has Tampa Bay. And then Jamar has Cleveland. Devonta has New England. Yeah, give me give me the Arizona side on this one. Bare, yeah. Barely, but, like, yeah, give it, yeah, I'll take that side. Eh, it's tough. It is, this is a tough matchup. I'm I'm definitely taking Aragona running backs or receivers. The points projection just for receivers is twenty nine and a half Aragona, twenty eight point four Jontario. Yeah. Uh yeah, just by just by name default and volume annually, give me give me Aragona. Uh we got a hot tight end matchup too. Damn. Uh Waller versus Kittle. Yeah, this is another tough one because Darren Waller, we haven't seen play for the Giants yet, but all signs kind of point to him being like their top receiver. Yeah, the way they're but the way they're using him in camp and the fact that they don't have any good receivers. And George Kittle, what did he do? He hurt himself again. He's always fucking hurt. <laughs> what did he do? I don't even remember. I don't even remember what he did, but he's like questionable again. Uh, he like tweaked something in practice, like this week. They're not even saying what it is in the news here, but. Middle injury. Uh, tight end still struggling to miss week one? Question mark. Lingering groin injury yeah. from the twenty twenty two season. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Man, this is tough. If Kittle's healthy, I want to call this a wash. Or maybe even a slight edge to Kittle because we don't know what Waller's doing yet, but. I'm, I'm I think you, gonna, I think you have to give the edge to Waller. I'm just gonna, you have to I'm just give gonna hype train it and do the same and say give it to Waller. Yeah. And and he has Pittsburgh. Uh so Yeah. Versus Dallas's defense. So yeah, give well, give me give me Waller. I'd I'd much rather play Pittsburgh than Dallas, but Yeah. Yeah. Dallas's defense is fucking really good. So is Pittsburgh. Yeah, but they're not Dallas. I don't think it matters. We're going to give the edge to Waller because Kiddo has a groin. And then the biggest discrepancy here, we got Waddle in the flex versus Raheem Mostert. Yeah. Well, two guys on the same team. Is it a big discrepancy? Because Mostert's going to get all the carries because everyone else is hurt. Yeah, but we don't know how much they're going to use Devon A-Chain. He's hurt. Is he? Yeah. How hurt? I don't know. On a chain injury, and that says, "Will he be ready to take the field week one?" Question mark. Considered week to week with a shoulder injury. He's participating in practice, and it's a shoulder, so like that's not going to make him any slower. A mild AC joint sprain. I don't know. No, he'll be fine. Uh, just yeah, give me give me Waddle, just because it's Waddle. But like Mostert could outperform him. He could, yeah, but it's Waddle. Yeah, it's Waddle. Uh. Yeah, I mean, for a matchup like this, fuck it. Let's go into the defense and kicker. Oh, man. Well, we got the Cowboys against the Giants on the Aragona side. Which, like I said, I think the Cowboys are studs. And Graham Gano, we got that matchup rocking in this one. Actually, for all the points Graham Gano scores, it takes away from the Cowboys' defense. So it's like a counterintuitive thing on the Aragona side. Yeah, I guess it is. So you don't want Graham Gano to do well because then it affects your defense. Yeah, bigger get a new kicker in there. What are you thinking? Yeah, that's not a that's not a good play. But do what you gotta do to score the most points. Yeah. Um then John Terrio has the Ravens against the Texans, which give me that all day. <laughs> that that could be very that could be lucrative. And then Jason Myers against the Rams, give me that all day too. Yeah. Can we man. decide this matchup by defense and kicker? I don't know. Let's go. Well, let's tough. go break it down. We had quarterback advantage, Aragona. Running back, yes. uh, wide receiver, Aragona. Tight end, John Terrio. Defense, John Terrio. Kicker, John Terrio. 
have a flex. Oh, flex, big rig. Big rig. Yeah. Shit. I'm um, I don't know what you think, but for me, I'm taking Aragona. I think he has the more. Like Josh Allen, Allen and Diggs, the Sauce Gardner thing does scare me a little bit, but it's still Allen and Diggs. And then Jefferson is the best overall play in this matchup. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it and I'm gonna give it to John, and then that way Aragona can't get an undefeated season. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to pick against Aragona this year, unless even because even if they lose like three players, they still have a stud lineup. Come on, Obi John Kenobi, you are our only hope. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's tough, but yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I didn't think I would go John, but like, I'm gonna take. Eh, fuck. I mean, just, I'm looking at the names. It's like, dude, you got names on names on names over here. Man, if they both do, if John had a uh, like fully participating Jonathan Taylor instead of Raheem Mostert, I would have to give it to John. But if you look at these teams, it's like if you look at from a redraft standpoint, everybody on. Aragona is like top two round players, top, and then Jordan yeah, is like a absurd. round three, four player. Yeah. On the other side, they're all like third to fifth round players, and then Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking Aragona. I'm. I'll. I'll stand in with John just to give him, just to for the fucking oh. fun of it. Stand by him. Yep. Stand by me. When, you're... when your name is John. <laughs> fucked up this. Uh, so those are the matchups, huh? The matchups, yep. You ready for a pee break? Oh, wait. Now, what about if this happened? If he benched Diggs and put in Keenan Allen? That would... You don't bench Diggs. Against Stockport. I don't... There's certain players that, regardless of how bad the matchup is, you just play them. And I think Dix is one of those guys. Also, Terry McLaurin's on the bench over here for John Terrio. Yeah, but who would he put him over? Raheem Mostert? Yeah. But you don't want to not start Raheem Mostert when he's got one of his only chances to have a full workload. You're right. Yeah. Six stream. Mine was pretty weak last night. You guys heard that, huh? I was trying to keep it on the side of the bowl while we were talking, but since you called it out, I'll let it flow. Yeah, everyone thought you had the diarrhea because it was like one massive splash and that lasted three seconds and it stopped. <laughs> Some people thought your ass exploded. <laughs> I think my audio only caught the last half of it. <laughs> It was like three really intense seconds of <laughs> splash. Yeah, but I had a, I was holding an entire twenty ounce cup of coffee in my bladder through the last two uh, matchups there. Yeah, I felt some shit drop into my lower intestine about ten minutes ago, and it's really been fucking with me. <laughs> yeah. I think that's well. I think that's we got our basis uh, to end this, huh? Uh, that you don't have any no exciting new segments. Hmm. Not for this week. I gotta get back to work. All right, fair enough. We got our preview in. Um, what are we thinking for the uh, the wrap up pause? We're we gonna try to we're gonna work in Wednesday nights. Yeah. Give our kids something to look forward to here Wednesday nights. We can Wednesday night it up. Be ready Thursday right. morning for our pod. Oh yes. Yeah. You can wake up to a nice Thursday morning pod. Good time for a preview, you know? Great time for a preview. I Odell Beckham Jesse, says Zay Flowers could creep into everyone's top five when talking about receivers. Huh. I don't know that I buy the Zay Flowers hype. I might just be totally wrong. It might be another guy I missed out on. I took Anthony Richardson instead of him. We'll see, though. Is Q starting games, Cook? Did we talk about Q? I don't remember talking. Well, did we miss a matchup? We missed a fucking matchup. Q and Trevor, it has to be. Holy we didn't God. talk about those two we teams. Q and Trevor. <laughs> uh, they're very, they're very forgettable. 
All right, let's get into this real quick. <laughs> all right, for all you betting folks out there, we have Q favored by five and a half points in this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he does. I know, kind of Q turned the pot off whenever he uh, heard us. He was, well, like, that's about he, it, was right? he was sitting there like, wait, God damn it. Did they, did they just say this is the last matchup? What are they doing? <laughs> are they saying bye right now? <laughs> Yeah, we should have just stuck with that for the bit. <laughs> Fuck you, Q. Never talk about Q's <laughs> <a> matchup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. Dak Prescott versus Kirk Cousins. Oh, man. Give me Kirk all day. Yeah, Kirk against Tampa Bay. Mm. They're gonna. He's going to throw for like 400. Yeah, he got, he got haters approved after quarterback. Yeah. And then we got a Gibbs Ramondre James Cook situation. Man, Ramondre is so fat though. Versus AJ Dillon, Javante Williams, Jarek McKinnon. Woof. Yeah, definitely edge Q there. Edge Q for sure. <laughs> Thanks. Shut up. Thank you. All right, Chris Godwin and Christian Kirk. The Chris's versus Marquise Brown and Garrett Wilson. Oh, give me Garrett Wilson and Marquise Brown. Yeah, Marquise Brown. Which just uh, just because he has, two. I don't know that. Yeah, I'm not sure about Marquise Grant Brown, but he at least has the one elite guy. Yeah, could be a career day for Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, and then Chris Godwin, Christian Kirk, meh. Yeah, yeah. Give me uh, give me Trevor's receivers. Yeah. Um. And then Goddard, Muth? Goddard versus Fryermuth. Fryermuth has San Francisco. Goddard has New England. Now give me Goddard. Give me Goddard. So we got Trevor in three out of the four categories here. But his running backs are just so much worse. Unless Javante pops off. Jared McKinnon's a safe floor. James Cook, question mark. Ramondre has Zeke. And then Gibbs, what's his role? Yeah, see, I don't think Jarek McKinnon has a safe floor at all. I think he could just not be used. Or he could get three touchdowns. It's the Chiefs. Um, Give me Q. It's kind of an interesting one. Is this the worst matchup? Um, worst two projections, yeah. Yeah, give me Q. Yeah, because I think Q has a pretty clear advantage at running back, and his disadvantages that we said at receiver and quarterback are much more slim. If I were him, I'd play Ayuk over Kirk. Hmm, that's interesting. And if I were Trevor, I'd play Nico Collins over Marquise Brown. I think I still might stick with Kirk over Ayuk. Yep. But we're going to have to see kind of how the target breakdown goes between Kirk and um, Calvin Ridley. Why is Samaj P. Ryan projected more than Javante Williams? Because people are still afraid that Javante is not 100% for some reason. Mm. And I think people hype up Samaj P. Ryan way more than he should be. That's probably true. Well, now that's the thing. I think we're done. All right, so I didn't pick you. I'm going to take you, though, too. Yeah, okay. Should I track our picks through the year to see how accurate we are in picking? Yes. We should have a running record. All right. Well, we're currently 0-0. Zero maybe, zero. Maybe, maybe we'll put something on the line for the winner. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. A dollar. All right, we'll do it for a dollar. We'll You're on. We'll swap quarterbacks. No, no. So we'll stick with a dollar. I think that actually benefits you. I do love me some Herbert, but I mean, I'll swap Anthony Richardson for Justin Herbert. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I'll put I'll put Richardson up against Herbert. You want to make that trade? I'll do it right now. No. No, no I, I I'm a I'm now all giddy about that points rake and every time I get a check down. 
<laughs> You're so excited for some, <laughs> I need some bubble screen. Some screens and some, some check downs. Maybe I should trade for Keenan Allen, too. I'll give you Anthony Richardson and Evan Hall for Justin Herbert. And who? Evan Hall. No. Oh. All right. Well, I'm going to go take a big old dump. Hey, dump him out. I'm going to fucking shit myself. Dude, we have football in three days. Oh, my God. I remember last like time. Like real football. You remember last time we had football? The Super Bowl? Yeah. I remember. I watched it. I was there. I have a shirt from that, thanks to Cheatrim. A what? A t-shirt. From the Super Bowl? Yeah. Cheatrim. I told Cheatrim I wanted a, a relic for the house, and he brought me a uh, a t-shirt with Gronk flexing on the back of it. Huh. Why? Why is it Gronk? For the Fandals Kick of Destiny. Hmm. Remember that thing they had like 900 commercials about yeah. and hyped it up forever? And then, like, nobody watched it or paid attention to it. Yep. Did he make the kick? He didn't. He did? He did not. Oh, he missed it? Yep. What a fucking loser. I do remember that part. Hmm. Anyway. Till next time, huh? Yeah, go, uh, go out there and get them. Go football. And as always, do 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 Boop, boop.